All This podcast is brought to you by All This International, supplying your expert AI and digital transformation staffing needs across the US and Europe. Today, you are listening to our AI in Action series, where leading minds in AI from across the world share their story, success, and advice. AI in Action cuts through the hype and explores the true impact of artificial intelligence in our world today. You're listening to AI in Action. I'm your host, JP Valentine. Our guest today is Walt Mayo. Walt is the CEO at Expert AI. Walt, welcome to the show. Thank you, JP. It's great to be here. Uh, It's great to have you. Let's start with yourself, please. Could you give us and and the audience a a little overview of your journey in technology from where you got started and what's led you to where you are today as the the CEO of Expert AI? I got into technology out of a career that that I had that was radically different. I was actually a diplomat with the U.S. government for a number of years. This dates me a bit, but one of the things that I began to recognize was that the really sweeping changes that were going to take place in my lifetime were probably going to be driven by this this huge change that was occurring in the way we live and work and communicate and play that was driven by technology. So I was not quite a mid-career entrant into technology, but I I made a very conscious decision. That was going to be the momentous dynamic that would occur in my lifetime. So I uh, went to work for Dell Computers. That was before they were Dell System Technologies and uh, took a variety of roles. Very quickly, given my background as a diplomat, led me overseas. So uh, my first experience, and as you know, Expert.ai has its roots in Italy. My first experience was in Europe. And I had responsibility for Spain and Italy there. And then I went to Australia, Japan, Singapore. And then I took another less dramatic turn, but I began to work with startups, working for a venture capital organization. And the startups, interestingly, were startups that typically were outside the United States and were looking to move into the market opportunity there. So it was a very focused kind of thesis we were bringing to bear. And again, it's relevant to my experience with Expert.ai with its roots in Italy and its strength in Europe historically. And it was predicated on a simple belief, which is technology enables great ideas to, to thrive almost anywhere in the world. And then you take them to the markets. We've seen that over and over again. You look at UiPath, for example, as a company that came recently has had an extraordinary journey, Atlassian coming out of Australia, et cetera. And then from there, through the, uh, the relationships that I had developed in, in this scale-up venture capital organization, Expert.ai came to my attention and they had me at Chow. Um, <laughs> AI, Italian roots, deep technology, and most importantly, a track record of actually delivering value in their technology. And I found that really compelling. And so I joined uh, Expert.ai about two years ago. Tell us about Expert.ai as a business, who you are, what you do, what the mission of the organization is, and then we can jump into the, the role that technology plays behind the scenes. So Expert.ai was, uh, was founded in Italy and it has had an unwavering mission, which is to apply technology to understand language. The artificial intelligence that we bring to bear is the capability for technology to mimic, to replicate, 
to imitate, whatever you want to use to describe it, the facility that human beings have with language. And you can go back to some of the very early days of AI. You might recall there was a movie some years ago called The Imitation Game. And yes. it was about Alan Turing. And there, essentially, a threshold, which is actually for humans to fail, not for machines to pass, where you can't tell the difference at the other end of a screened engagement between a human being and a machine. And the founders of Expert had this enormous passion about focusing on that problem, one of the most complex computational challenges that still exists. And, and the reason for that is because of the complexity of language. And, and so they began their journey. And uh, one of the first things that they did was they licensed the software to Microsoft for the Italian language version for Office for uh, spell and grammar check. And then around just about a little over 10 years ago, they really began to focus in on the application of language in the enterprise. So predicated on just a foundational assumption, which is language is data. It is the data that human beings use to communicate the vast majority of the information we share with each other. And then recognizing as well that one of the dynamics of this technology wave that, that really started to build in the later part of the aughts, I think they call it, was the creation of digital expressions of language. So you think about all the different forms, starting with email, obviously, and then you move into things like blog posts, and then you start to move into social media, and then you talk about content generation. And with the emergence of technology, you have had an absolute explosion of this form of data. And so they recognized that they could help the enterprise harness this form of data that powers and surrounds so much of what they do. And so they built it out the old fashioned way, which was to prove value, sell to companies, hire more people, prove more value and grow slowly over time. There was a, a bit of a, a punctuation mark in the journey around about 2014 when Expert.ai became a publicly listed company in Italy and, and that accelerated it. And then it really accelerated prior to my joining when they recognized that there was probably a market moment where everything that they had been building for was going to unfold. Thank you for the background, Walt. Look, it, it, it really speaks to expert.ai's position in the marketplace, particularly given how many years it's it's been working on this. You talked about making a focus on enterprise applications. Can you give us some insight into what it's like now today at expert.ai? What are you know some of the example projects that you're working on helping your enterprise customers? And then help us visualize the actual technology team behind the scenes. Who's involved, how many people, and what it's like day to day. Yeah, so think about it at a, at a foundational level. We have developed the capability to, through, through an integrated and purpose-built platform, to take this unique and complex form of data language and essentially do two things. One, transform it so it is usable at scale. So that, in that sense, it's a data transformation layer. And then the other thing we do is... We then, with that, enable any application or process across any domain where 
the primary form of data is language. Okay, so that sounds fairly abstract, but that's the foundation of what we offer, and most particularly what we released mid last year and are now bringing out through a second uh, second rev, which is the expert.ai platform. And I can talk a little bit more about the technology there, but now let me talk about what that platform enables. Right? So in addition to this kind of data tra transformation, when you think about the applications it enables, think about the ways in which language is expressed in the enterprise. And we, we try to categorize it in a way that I think helps people frame it a bit a, a bit more readily. And we say analyze, understand, and accelerate. And what we're talking about with those three categories is when we say analyze language, we're talking about the type of language in the enterprise where complexity is high, accuracy is important, and mistakes are costly. And generally, to analyze that language, you have to have experts. Generally, experts are expensive. And so what we do is we embed the knowledge of the expert and we can deliver it at a scale and a speed and a consistency that doesn't eliminate the experts. It just ensures that they can do their job much better. They can make better decisions because how, of how we present the information that they would normally use their own ability to try to parse. Right, so that's analyze when you need an expert and understand it's when you need a, a more people than is feasible. So dealing with the extraordinary mass of information that's out there and trying to find the signal through the noise. And there's just way too much and it's happening way too quickly to have people read through it all. But within that, there's patterns and trends and information that could be time sensitive and they can offer real business insights. So here you can think about, for example, what are your customers saying about you? Either directly to you or in the media that exists surrounding the enterprise. What about your suppliers? How are you monitoring what's going on with your suppliers? Which has obvious implications for risk and reputation. Thinking about things like this really important trend that's emerging around ESG environmental, social, and governance. How do you think about the impact of all of what you are doing in your enterprise and the information that's embedded in language? So that's the, the kind of understand lane of capabilities that we're talking about. And then the final one is accelerate. And here it's where any process that involves human beings reading and understanding a document, extracting the meaning from language, we can accelerate that process by identifying and serving the key elements within that language at scale, at speed, and with consistency so people can make better decisions. So that's kind of a broad framework. If you want to think about where we play in the enterprise, it's show me where the language is material in any element of the business or that surrounds you. You are listening to the Aldis Podcast. When you're looking to scale your team or if you are interested in showcasing your company in a future episode, reach out today. 
Or if you're in the market for a new role, visit our website to view open positions, www.aldis.com. So, Walt, a lot, a lot of what you talk about there will resonate with our audience because it's clearly heavy use of NLP and, and some automation with machine learning. But all of that requires building and implementation, which is where the, the team comes in. Can you give us some insight into what the team is like day to day, the current makeup of the team sure. across various regions and even a little bit on the culture of the team that you guys have there? Sure. And building off of what you said, JP, for around NLP and machine learning, just to introduce a little bit of a nuance. What, what we try to offer goes beyond NLP and machine learning, and it gets into natural language understanding. And the reason we can do that is because we don't use just machine learning. We use knowledge-based or symbolic approaches to AI. That makes us very different. And that also has implications for what the team looks like. So we have, gosh, almost 100 engineers. Most of them are in Italy. We also have a, a team in Spain. And all of them are deeply driven by this mission around how do you apply technology to language in a practical way, in a way that will really make a difference in, in how businesses operate. So we're, we're, we have an interesting balance between people who are I think pound for pound, we've got some among the best NLU engineers in the world, but they also have a very practical approach to how exactly is it going to make a difference. And then bringing not just the machine learning element, but the symbolic element, we're supplemented by about another hundred what we call knowledge engineer, knowledge engineers and computational linguists. And, and they have a fascinating background because they bring some of the, the structure and discipline that you find in a really good developer, but they're applying it to the problems of language. And so you'll find somebody who's, who's really just extraordinarily good, and then their background, it might be in medieval romance languages. But they're bringing a, a level of structure to the language problem that would be familiar to a developer. Great to hear about such a varied background and, and from experience I've met several people who enter into the world of NLP completely from left field and unsurprising that you guys have many of those folks working there. A hundred plus strong engineers is quite the organization um, which leads me then thinking about what's next right because you guys are, are being hugely successful but there's still untapped markets for you and I know that's something that, that you're focused on yourself. So looking ahead when you think about 2022 and beyond for expert.ai, what are you excited about? What do you see as the next sort of major milestones that you and the team are working towards? Well, I think there's um, kind of three, right? I would put on the technology, um, the, the technology element, uh, how do we bring the technology to the point where it's no longer restricted to the domain of the, of the very hardcore technologists? that it begins to become part of what a business person's subject matter can use as a tool. So think about what's happened, what happened over the last several years with business intelligence, where you have capabilities that are emerging that before were restricted to, to, to really very few pretty sophisticated technologists in your, in, in your organization. We want to bring that same 
same dynamic to NLU, to NLP. Finding the, the information, finding the, the data in the language that helps you make better decisions day in and day out. Right? Understanding the world around you that affect your business decisions better in, in a more straightforward way. So that's the big technology drive. On, on the business front, there's really two dimensions. One is related to what I just described, can we put our technology, our platform into the hands of an enterprise where perhaps they don't have a very large data science team? If they do have a data science team, perhaps they don't have NL, NLU capability, but we can put it in their hands in a way in which they can make a difference in their organization by treating all of the language as a unified source of data. And then the second kind of business drive is how do you take all of the use cases that emerge across verticals like insurance or procurement or legal or healthcare and package them in a way that makes that an immediately accessible and high value point of entry. Final question for me then with the time we have left. You've given a great overview of expert.ai as a business, the the use cases for the customers, uh, the the sort of size of the organization already, but I know you guys are going to continue to grow. With that, you're going to need to bring in more talent across the broad spectrum in technology, whether it's your engineers or your data scientists. Can you give us some insight into what the growth looks like for the next year to two years ahead and what you guys look for when you're hiring people? In the last two years, we've tripled the size of our engineering team. I'm not sure we'll be going tripling again in the next two years, but we still anticipate some pretty meaningful growth. The things that we're looking for, you know, I would say there's twofold. One is a passion about about the challenge. We're we're very focused, so we take on what we think is a meaningful enough challenge, which is the NLP NLU applying technology to language, right? So we're not a one size fits all approach to to AI or data science. So people who are truly passionate about this computational challenge, and then the other is people who are really practical. Who, who recognize at the end of the day that we've got to make sure that it delivers real value. And you know, one of the things that I've joked, the most important benchmark in AI is ROI. And it's pretty simple. Are you worth more than you cost? And if you can look across the table to someone who's considering adopting your technology and you can state with confidence if you adopt our technology, we will create value for your enterprise, then you're in a very good position. So passionate about our core and practical about making sure we deliver value. Those are two things that I think are critical. I guess the third one, JP, I would add is we have a pretty pronounced set of values that we've identified. And coming out of the, I think the Italian heritage that we have, we want people who gen genuinely work want to work with other like-minded people we make it as straightforward as you have to be a good person so that would be the third one that's probably the one thing that will get you get you disqualified notwithstanding anything else 
Rightly so, rightly so, given the work that you guys do and the team and culture that you've built. Walt, this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on today and, and chatting to us. I really appreciate you sharing everything that you go, you guys are doing and building at expert.ai. You've given some great insight into potential use cases, impact for your enterprise customers, and it sounds exciting. A lot of growth happened already and a lot more to come. So we wish you and the team and everyone at Expert the best of luck in the years ahead. Thank you. You bet. Thank you very much. I've enjoyed these these last minutes. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Aldis Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any Android podcast of choice. You can also head over to our website, www.aldis.com, to listen to more podcasts, view our open roles, and stay up to date with industry news. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more great episodes coming very soon.